One thing I wanted to share with you tonight, um, I recently, with uh, Mike and Dustin, we went to a conference not long ago, just a few weeks ago, and it was a conference, we're doing some research on, um, we're doing some research on some, some family things uh, that we want to, we want to kind of develop, and we want to look to implementing here with our church. And I was listening to a man speak, and it's a very wise man, but he made the statement, um, he made the statement that Satan hates the icon of the family. Satan hates the icon of the family. He used the word icon, he showed a picture of his own family up on the, the screen, he said, this is my family. He said, but what is that on the screen? It's simply, it's a picture. It's an icon. It's an image. It's exactly, it's a replica of the real thing. And he says, Satan hates the picture of the family. Detests it. And I want to just turn your attention for a moment to the book of Genesis, chapter 1. Because in the book of Genesis, there's something I never really thought about before until that weekend. You go through creation, God is creating all of his world, he's creating all of the great, wonderful things that we see, and it's perfection. And throughout that chapter, as you read, you will read these words, and God saw that it was what? It was good. So he's going through the weeks, and you read on down, I mean the weeks, the days, excuse me, and you get down to verse 18. He's talking about the light ruling over the day and the night and separate the light from the darkness. And then in the end of verse 18, and God saw that it was. And as you scroll on down, scroll. Yes. As you turn the page, read down your page, whatever. You look and you look in verse 25 at the very end as he's continuing to create and you created livestock and the beasts of the land. At the end of verse 25, it says, And God saw that it was? Verse 31. And God saw everything that he had made. And behold, it was? Very good. They get to the very end of creation, and God is looking at his creation. And, of course, I mean, you know, God's done it right. And he said, it is very good. What's interesting about that is, you know, we don't ever think twice about it, but as you read into chapter 2, when you read about the creation of man, and you look at God, or you read about God creating Adam, he's looking at Adam, and he's Adam is part of his creation. He certainly created Adam, a perfect man in his condition at least, in his state before the fall, and he says something about Adam. He said, it is not good that he should what? Be alone. It is not good that he should be alone. And so we read all through the creation where God says, it's good, it's good, it's good, it's very good. And as he creates it, he's looking at Adam and he sees him there. And of course, there's not a suitable, <laughs> there's not a suitable mate of all the creation. And God looks and said, it is not good that he should be alone. And so then God creates, obviously from the rib of Adam, and creates woman and presents this woman to this man. 
and puts them together, thus creating the first family. At least the mom and dad of that family. And their job is to populate the earth. Their job is to increase. Their job is to tend to the earth. And their job is to do that together. And so in the scriptures, you have the very first picture of a family. You have the very first presentation of a family unit. And from that very day, from that very day on, Satan has hated the picture of the family. Because the picture of the family best represents the relationship of God to his creation, of God to man. Marriage represents the relationship of God and his church. And it's this beautiful, beautiful picture. Can I just tell you that Satan absolutely wants to destroy every single one of these children. He wants to destroy them. He wants to devour them from the inside out. He wants to rip their minds apart. He wants to rip their hearts apart. He wants to rip their souls and keep them for himself forever and ever and ever. And God has entrusted them to us. God has entrusted them to you. God has entrusted children specifically to you, and even as a church, he's entrusted these children and their families to us to look after, to care for, to protect that picture, to protect that image, to protect that icon, to do everything we can to guard against the evil one. You know, what we do in the orchard and what we do in the church is but a very, very small part. I mean, we're we're teaching your children about worship. We're teaching them about God. We're teaching them about the beauty of his creation. We're teaching them about salvation. We're teaching them about sinfulness. We're seeing children come to the Lord and be saved. I've got an appointment tomorrow to talk with a child that wants to discuss further the salvation. And that's a beautiful, beautiful thing. But, you know, the room is painted orange in part of the room, and there's a reason for that. You see, the church cannot do it. In fact, it's not the church's job. Another thing that man said that resonated with me is that when it comes to going to Zambia or India or some other mission trip or mission win or whatever you decide to do, you might go home and pray about it. You might sit over coffee and drink that and stew over it and dig in the Word and say, God, do you want me to do this? Do you not want me to do that? Do you want me to move to win? Do you want me to move away from win? Do you want me to go to this church or that church? What do you want me to do? And we can wrestle with those things, but there's never, ever a question about what you're supposed to do with your family. God expects us to be responsible. We don't have to pray about whether we're supposed to raise godly children or not. We don't wrestle with whether that's a mission we are called to or not. We are called to it. So what we do in the orchard is just a little bit, a little part of that. We have the color orange on the wall, and that's because orange is the blending of yellow and red. Yellow representing the church and the light of Jesus in the world. Red representing the bloodline of the family. And see, those two come together, and we've got orange. So there's this blend there. Responsibilities at home. Responsibility starts at home. Starts, continues, and really ends at home. 